Welcome to Managing Marketing, a weekly podcast where we discuss the issues and opportunities facing marketing, media and advertising with industry thought leaders and practitioners. Today, I'm sitting down with Simone Allen, joint founder of Mentor Evolution and founder and CEO of Mondo Search. Welcome, Simone. Thank you, Darren. I'm delighted to be here, actually. Well, look, and and I'm delighted that you could take the time and, and sit down and have this conversation. Because there's two parts that I've always been fascinated. Mm. The first is, you know, the role of recruiting or, you know, some people call it headhunting, which I think is quite an interesting visual. Mm. And then the sort of transition from looking and finding talent for people Mm. into what I see with mentoring is really being developing talent, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Is that how it happened for you? It it kind of did. I... um I was really uh, fortunate, I suppose, because I started in a, with a large-scale recruitment firm and through that period when I watched um, a lot of the successful people inside that organisation and then um, setting up Mondo Search in 98, I, I kind of started to see a, a, a pattern where those that were getting on in life had good counsel around them and... Um, I was asked to do a chair role for a not-for-profit and I had to interview all these really high-profile people and each of them, the question I asked them is how did you get to where you were and all of them, without without all of them said unanimously that it was mentors. I had good mentors. And it hit me between the two eyes that, wow, mentoring is the key to, to leadership. Mentoring is the key to people progressing in their careers. Um, I want to start pursuing that next to finding great talent. So that's how it, it started. So I went back to one of, to a school that I went to and offered to start programs of connecting their alumni um, of the school uh, with, with, with other students that had gone on in their careers because I thought um, I never had that. In leaving school, I didn't have mentors, but I found them along the way. And, um, and that's how it started. The mentor evolution. Yeah. And it's really interesting, isn't it, The mentoring can be everything from a very casual uh, but meaningful relationship right through to a quite an organised or structured way of doing it. Do you think that there's any benefit one way or the other or is just mentoring generally so important for career development? Yeah, it's a great question, Darren. I think people get confused with between mentoring and coaching and what is mentoring and Um, I constantly say mentoring is just sharing of your own lived experience to someone else um, and reflecting on what you did well or what you didn't do well, learning learning from your mistakes as much as building that culture of failing as much as, you know, like learning what you did, what we could have done differently. I'm constantly sharing that with my team with things that are mistakes I made and how I could have done things differently. (laughs) Don't, Don't make that mistake, you know. So I think, I think that, Mentoring is, yeah, sharing of your own experience and passing it to someone else. It's really cathartic to reflect back and then share that with someone. 
Yeah. And and also, you know, that can happen on a very, you know, some of the best mentors that I've had were just people that I sort of casually met through my job or through the industry. And it was quite an informal mentoring. And then there's been programs, you know, like mentoring programs that have been quite formal and quite structured. Mm. My personal experience is that the ones where it was more casual felt more meaningful because there was more of a commitment from me as someone looking for mentoring to actually participate in it compared to the ones where there was somehow a program being run that I had to fit into. Is is that your belief or do you think it's the starting point is mentoring is so important it doesn't matter where it comes from? Well, I think that mentoring... Yeah, there are certainly some formal programs and that's and people everyone likes a little bit of structure so and some people prefer structure uh, yeah, really need structure others don't so I, I think that both have got real value uh, sometimes the formal programs don't hit the mark at all because it is too prescriptive and there's not that room for creativity as, as the audience I'm list, listening to today you know you need that kind of um, space around things at times to really be creative, but but both have its its value and uh, yeah, obviously the the Trinity P three mentoring platform has that fantastic facility where people can can look at the opportunity to um, self match or you know they can you know they can be really yeah, really get someone that's structured and, and right for them or you know they've got Trinity P three to help them. Or they can reach for their own mentor, which I think is really clever. Yeah, because um, I read somewhere that Australia's got one of the lowest mentoring rates in the world. Is that true? Yeah, I think it's really sad um, that Australia. You know, if you look at some of the other countries, um, even America. I remember years ago, actually, Darren, this fabulous, um, real kind of successful sales gun he was. That he just kept jumping in his career, and I, I said to him. What is it? He goes, oh, I look for the old guys to teach me things. In fact, when he was at Coke, he said Coca-Cola sent a guy called Chuck to just jump in the car with all the reps and drive around and, and to manage the convenience sector. And he Chuck taught them stuff that no one else did. And I think we don't do that enough in this country. You know, intergenerational learning is a bit lost. Um, you know, we fire people at 55, 50, 55, they're gone, they're old, they're too tired, let them go. And I think um, that this intergenerational learning gets lost and there's a fantastic study called the Rosetto Effect that showed, and I think I was sharing this uh, recently, that um, it was a little suburb in, a, in America that had low health problems, not, you know, not much heart disease, really healthy little little suburb. They couldn't understand why. They looked at the diet like, why is this suburb so healthy? And there wasn't anything extremely different. Yes, they had a Mediterranean diet, but so did many other um, suburbs. And they realised it was that four to five generations all lived in the same suburb together. And so you had your great uncle and your uncle and you had all these people around you. You had, you know, it takes a village to raise a a child. And and I think that that's the sad thing in, in Australia. There's just not enough of, you know, grabbing your old uncle or your aunt or your you know, and now we're losing it inside the workplace because everyone's working, well, the working from home is fantastic in so many ways, giving flexibility and, and so forth. But, um, 
you can't stand at the water cooler and, and, you know, I learned a lot of my stuff in life by standing by more experienced peers mm. that grabbed me and told me this is how you behave in this meeting, this is how you pitch, this is how you're going to present to the David Jones buyer. This is all those things I learned, not through reading it in a textbook. I learned it from p- older peers that mm. put me took me under their wing. So it's interesting you picked up on, the, you know, Ageism is alive and well in advertising particularly, but also in a broader extent in marketing in that I think there was a a study done or or a view in Australia that if you're over 50 and working in an advertising agency, you're not long uh, before you're going to be... uh, restructured out yeah. that you know that suddenly that all this knowledge walks out the door and I think it's justified because people are justified to themselves because they go oh well you know technology is changing and what are those old people got to tell us yeah. you know it's an all new digital world and they don't know anything about digital but it's not true because human beings are exactly as they were a hundred thousand years ago yeah same motives, same instincts. So none of that's changed. Uh, in fact, I quite love that series, a bit addicted to it, Younger, where, you know, I don't know if you've seen no, it. No, I haven't. What? Tell me about oh, it. 48-year-old woman, woman getting a job in marketing and she had to pretend she was 26, but, but she actually ends up winning the hearts and souls of the whole company because she's got this worldly wisdom Mm. And she just has to Google how to set up a Twitter account or how to set up <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Had to act but, younger to but, get the job. The younger, but the marketers love her because she's got all this worldly wisdom mm. um, and uh, disguised as a 26-year-old, but she gets away with it. I don't know, yeah. I'm sure there's some listeners out there who are a bit addicted to it as well. So, Simone, uh, the other thing you mentioned earlier is the Trinity P3 uh, Marketing uh, Mentors Program. Yeah. And... You know, the fact is that we went through a pilot using the uh, mentoring platform mm. uh, from um, the Mentor Evolution. Yeah. And one of the things that I learnt personally during that process, because I thought at my stage of career that I wouldn't, you know, where would mentoring fit with me? I'm happy to be a mentor. But I actually took on a being a mentee and selecting a mentor. Yeah. And I got so much out of it. So it actually taught me that, you know, what, what's that saying about, you know, um, lifetime learning? Yeah. You know, if, if you're always, learning. well, or no, I mean, yeah. or if you're always open to learning. Yeah. If you're always wanting to learn something new, you're never too old, are you? No, curiosity. I always, my heart is if you lose that curiosity in life, you, you know, what's the point of living? But I, someone said to me, I love yoga, and someone said to me, do you want to do yoga teacher training? I said, yes, to be, not to be a teacher because I always want to be a student. I just want to learn, learn, learn. Um, yeah. But I, but I think, yeah, in roles like yourself, Darren, where, you know, you are, often having to make decisions and be the the one at the, the front trying to, you know, forge your way through whatever's going to be, never, whatever the economy is going to throw at us next. But um, it's it's refreshing when you've got a fresh set of eyes that, that can can give you some a different perspective. So, yeah, there's so much that young guns, in fact, a lot of the programs that the Mentor Evolution have run with schools, we've always thought it would be the, the mentees that, you know, list all the wonderful benefits they got from their mentor. But in fact, it's the mentors that are often writing down all the things they learnt from their mentee. You know, they taught me all these new tricks on 
social media or or they, they actually made me reflect on something I did in my past mm. and it was cathartic and I actually was able to close the door on it and reflect that it was actually not that bad after all or whatever. So there's some, some just some beautiful gems of stories oh. that mentors, yeah, end up raving fans after participating. Well, because um, that was something that really um, delighted me was that the way the uh, platform the mentoring platform allows you to choose to be a mentor or a mentee or both. And the fact that because so many of the structured programs, mentoring programs I've experienced, I've personally experienced in the in the past, you had to be one or the other, Mm. you know, that it just didn't seem to be able to to accommodate someone that could possibly want both. So, you know, I think that it's absolutely fabulous. And and Share with me how you came about, because it's actually called the Mentor Cloud, isn't it? The actual technology is the Mentor Cloud. But your company, Mentor Evolution, Mm. actually represents this platform. Yeah, we have the licence in Australia and New Zealand and we're very grateful to have the licence because um, um, it's the best, we believe it's the best um, technology in the world. Um, It was built by a robotics engineer and he had a passion as well for mentoring. He's written a lot of books. And I was running these high-touch programs in schools, screaming out for a technology because if anyone's ever run a, their own mentor platform or a mentor program. matching program, the nightmare is the Excel spreadsheets with all the contacts and the names and matching people. And it's hard work and then making sure that they're all connected. And so having a platform with a dashboard so you can see who's matched to who and who's had communication with who is really powerful. So we were very fortunate because we'd proven to run programs at a high touch level, we were trusted to have the license for this technology. And uh, it really is is really superb and they're constantly improving it. So it, yeah, it is a, it is a, a great piece of technology. Um, and I have to say something, Darren, my, my own experience, before the technology, I, I, a friend of mine rang me and said, would I mentor his son? And he was 26 or something. And I, I said, why not? Anyway, this, this young gun is just a, a really terrific, really entrepreneurial kid. And um, we became very great friends, actually, really, really good friends, to the point where I felt a bit weird. You know, I'd text him a bit and, and he's my friend's son, you know, like I hope he, you know, anyway. So, but um, I had my 50th birthday a couple of years ago and... Uh, Anyway, I invited my, my, my mate and his wife, not the son, because I thought his son's only 28, he's not going to come to my 50th. And I opened the front door and who storms in but the son first with a big, you know, hug and a present for my 50th. And I said, oh, I, I, Sammy, I didn't, I didn't know you were coming. And he said, I wouldn't miss it for, for the world. <laughs> I was just, you know, the friendship that I built through, through just the one-on-one mentoring with him, you know, it, it's it's... It's uh, what do they say? Intimacy is into you, see me. Yeah, I love those words. And um, yeah, to in this world where you know friendships. Them, I heard Lindsay Fox the other day talk about what was the definition of success to him. And, um, and that'd be said, interesting. Yeah, right. Well, he's in the top top two fifty richest men in the world or in, in Australia, um, and he said friends, family, and faith. I thought, wow, is you know, friends, family is 
is that concept that's really important in life is is that deep connection with someone. That's the only reason. People aren't going to remember, or as they say, you said it did, they're going to remember really how you made them feel. Mm. And um, I, I, I actually, another wonderful mentor to me, he said to me, life's about that dash, you know, on the on the gravestone. It's, you know, it's not, it's not the year you were born and the year you died. It's what you did with that dash in the middle. And that's about building really genuine long-term relationships that mean value, don't they? Well, and, and, you know, there's another saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. And so building networks of people is such an important part of it. But I I wonder sometimes, and whether you've observed this, that as the world seems to become more and more specialised, that people end up living their lives in silos. And so we're not getting really that horizontal exposure that is part of, you know, building a diverse and, and, you know, wonderful network as well. Yeah, it's, it, um, it's the statistics around diversity and, and mentoring are really quite powerful, um, certainly with elevating um, uh, gender uh, opportunities, definitely. Some, Goldman Sachs have done a report that, um, that said that 70% of women mentored were promoted to MDs within five years. That's um, fantastic. That's a great, a great one. And, and the other one is around just diversity for, for race. You know, mentoring, mentoring builds understanding, you know, getting into, into UC Me. That's, that's the great thing. And so having leaders mentoring other young guns, they can start to see potential of people that maybe they didn't see before. And if we're all often working from home, um, it's hard to be able to see the potential, particularly sometimes introverts mm. that aren't the ones to put their hand up. And so through formal mentoring, often the, the introverts can come out a little bit and be seen. And um, I think, what's the other stat? Actually, sorry, yeah. it's interesting you, you raise that because uh, some of the mentors in the pilot program who have now come across into the, the new launch program uh, the ones that you would call introverts because they, they're quite introspective and, and, you know, hold their own counsel. But they were the ones that were the most passionate about the program because it created opportunity for them. Yeah. It created connection. And it did it in a way that there was no confrontation. You know, the, the way the platform worked of recommending people to either be a mentor or a mentee yeah. uh, really made it quite easy for them to connect yes. together. And I love that idea of, you know, here is a community, in, in our case, for Trinity P3 Marketing Mentors, yeah. here's a community of people that all identify as being in marketing. And then the platform that you're providing really facilitates the, the people joining together yeah. in the combinations that are absolutely right for them in that moment. I mean, yeah. you know, you must think see that as absolutely rewarding. Gold. It's yeah. just it's so special to connect communities together because the opposite of connection is disconnection and isolation, which we're we've all experienced, you know, particularly in the last twelve months. We all know what it's like to be more isolated than ever before. Um, so it's it's a really powerful time to embrace mentoring and 
Um, I, yeah, I think that's it's um, never before, you know, more than ever today, you need to find ways to connect deeply with others. Mm. Um, the other thing that's happened, and when I talked about silos, there's also diversity of thought and experience, isn't mm, there? Very much so. Yeah, you because know, we, we certainly have the, the definitions around gender, uh, culture, race, uh, age, you know, there's there's the very obvious things, but there's also this fabulous uh, diversity of experience, the diversity of thought, yeah. the diversity of expertise. Yeah. You know, and, and I see this in marketing, you know, that there's everything from the media salesperson right through to the ad tech person, to the data analyst, to the creative person in an yeah. advertising agency, to, you know, the marketer. Yeah, you know, this yeah. is one huge, what do they call it, an ecosystem. Yes. But I prefer to call it a community. Yes. And the idea that mentoring can help bring a, a level playing field that allows all of those people to interact. Yeah. I think really, really uh, important for, because marketers do tend to, I know we've done a lot of hiring in the Mondo Search business for marketing directors over the years. And um, you often get one or the other, you know, you get the highly creative or the highly analytical that's really good on the statistics side and backing everything with research and evidence or the other of the highly creative that just naturally knows. So for either end of the spectrum, like you say, um, finding a mentor that can almost balance um, or a mentee and, and compliment. Compliment yeah. you and your approach is, is huge, huge. You know, like that's just really, really powerful for your output. I, I would, yeah, really important, yeah. And I'd imagine um, you would have seen a big change in recruitment, in especially in executive roles, that, you know, as the world's become more specialist, People and, and and you progress in your career. Have you heard of the the, the capability T? It's a T shape where you're wanting people that are specialist in one area, but a generalist across the top of the T. Yeah. Um, that would become incredibly difficult to get that general experience if it wasn't for opportunities to to have that sort of cross thinking, wouldn't it? That's right. Is that a trend that you've seen? Very much so. In fact, I was just talking about this with a client recently that very few organisations will transfer people from, say, one discipline of, say, finance into marketing and, and then give them a, an opportunity to run logistics and then sales. That just doesn't happen. Um, it used to happen pre-GFC a little bit more and and even working in other countries. Like I remember the the, the 80s, 90s, people would get opportunities to go and work in other cities for, you know, for large corporations like Diageo. It was very, um, you know, companies like that that would, you'd see you'd see these great little marketers and they'd get um, opportunities to go and work in another country. After GFC, that stopped, partly because companies just didn't have the funds around the world to transfer people from, say, working in the Sydney office to the New York office, it just sort of stopped and died. Mm. And um, and obviously with COVID, uh, we weren't even, there was no choice. <laughs> it was just <laughs> shut down. So diversity of thought has sort of kind of slowed down a bit because there's not that mix that we used to have. Um, so now more than ever, uh, you know, finding mentoring and connecting and finding mentees is, is, is really important. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that idea of uh, thinking of diversity holistically. You know, I remember having a conversation with someone that was the director of diversity, and very quickly I found out that they actually meant diversity of gender, <laughs> and that was their remit, which is. Yeah, there is absolutely nothing wrong because I think it's one of the big challenges for for business generally. But I do think, you know, as a uh, having come from a creative background, having a creative mind, creativity comes from making new connections. Yeah, you know, seeing new patterns. And how are you ever going to see a new pattern unless you have the largest possible palette to actually be your playground? You know, the bigger you make the palette the more opportunity there is for new connections and therefore new creativity, innovation, all of the things that I hear businesses saying that they want yeah, but, yeah. you know, are not creating the opportunities. Yeah, well, we, I think we can make the palette bigger and we can create space now with, in a way with COVID because with, with posts because people can... People now don't have to wait for three weeks and get an air ticket and fly to Brisbane to have a meeting with someone. You know, you can literally say, I'll Zoom you tomorrow. I'll Zoom you in an hour, you know. So there's people are really have embraced that form of technology. And that's why, you know, yeah, mentoring, you don't have to physically wait till you can both catch up and meet at a certain coffee shop. You can just say, let's have an hour of power, uh, you know, next Friday afternoon. Great, look forward to it. Um, so no, you so said you know, we don't have to, to stop with you know, gridlock and traffic. And so it's fantastic. People have embraced that that connection mm. opportunity with this technology. So, yeah, I, I think there's there's so much opportunity to create um, deeper connections faster. And what do they say, the advertising, the more white space, the better? The, yeah, the space, the connections, building connections with speed. We can do it so much more efficiently now with, with tools like Teams and Zoom. Yeah, it's, um, it's amazing, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, two years ago, it was either face-to-face meetings or teleconferences. Now it's only Zoom, Teams and Google Meets. Yeah. It's like everyone, even just to have a conversation that in the past you would have had by phone, everyone wants to see you while you're doing it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's quite extraordinary, actually. I was... I, I've just we just recently did a CEO search role and I said to the board, do you want me to come in now and meet you all? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> I was just like, what? I'm Everyone so, wants to sit at no, home. It's okay. <laughs> we just rather have our dog next to us and, yeah, no, you don't have to bother with that. And how cool is that? In the old days, they you know, they had to physically, you know, make sure, yeah, you, you check you out. Like, it's just great. I, I think it's there's so much um, opportunity for creating yeah bigger bigger round tables of, of connections than ever before yeah yeah it's it's pretty cool well that's one of the other things is that uh, the technology has made more people available I mean I've been really surprised with the caliber of the people that have put their hand up wanting to mentor on yeah. the Trinity P3 uh, marketing mentor program yeah, because you know it's just they, as they say, you know, it's an hour of my time, once a week, once a fortnight, and they get so much out of it and they can do that because of the technology, yeah. you know, which is great because in the past it was very hard to get, you know, really high-caliber people because they would not have time. Yeah. 
Yeah. But they all see this as something that's really worthwhile. Really worthwhile. Well, I mean, we're, it's good we're seeing it in the schools. We're seeing the peer-to-peer, the buddying, it's starting in, in primary school and the, the younger, the senior year fives are being matched up with the, the younger ones and it's it's so important. It's, you know, there's a study, well, there's thousands of studies, but Gallup have done a lot around the fact that people feel 85% more engaged if they feel someone's got their back. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've led a you know, search business on my own for 23 years, but I have mentors who are right beside me for every decision I make. Um, and that's, that's just so important. You know, I just... Having, I, I find mentors half the time they don't give you the answers, but they just help you. Um, I, I kind of liken it to um, they help you um, work out what's your priorities. And sometimes it's hard to see the priority. And I'd imagine too a lot of the Trinity P3 um, marketing professionals are often have got about 65 balls they're juggling and different mm-hmm. clients and just working out really what's the most important big rock you've got to get nailed that week. Sometimes you just need someone that's external that can just look at all the list of of projects you've got on and say, this is really your priority, even though you don't see it as the most important. Mm -hmm. This is the main project you've got to get managed by the end of this quarter. And I think sometimes you just can't see the trees for the forest. Yeah, because they're bringing bringing their perspective of their experience to it, which, you know, will be different from yours as the mentee, which is really interesting. Yeah, and you sometimes just get a bit emotional about one or, you know, passionate about one thing and you think that's what you've got to nail where they'll kind of say, really, this is your priority Mm. over all the other stuff. So, yeah. So... Simone, from your experience, you know, and, and obviously seeing people being mentored and, and, and people being mentors, what do you think's the the key ingredient to success if someone's thinking about looking for a mentor or wanting to find a mentor? What's the sort of intention or the objectives that you think they should have? Um I think so. The, what the mentee should have. Yeah. So if there's someone sitting there going, you know, they're they're in their career, they're yeah. working because you know one of the things that we've specifically said is that um, you know we're not looking for students of marketing. We want people working in the industry. Yeah. Because we want this platform to be an opportunity for people to advance their careers. That's right. Right. Whereas a student will be looking at it from the point of view of how do I get into the industry, which is a totally different dynamic. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, you know, if if you have advice for someone that's sitting there going, you know, well, COVID's really disrupted my career, I'm sort of not really sure about the future, what should they, what's the mindset, I guess, I'm asking, that you think is is the way to access mentoring or to, to put your hand up for this? I think um, have an abundant mindset, obviously, so, and take off your judgment cap because who you think might be right for you, you know, just be really, um, I just sometimes find my best teachers are the people that maybe I wouldn't have thought were my best teachers. You know, sometimes, um, yeah, it's that accidental um, um, profit that sometimes steps in your way that you just, it's the, so I would say. The serendipitous uh, connection. 
Yeah, and you you'll just I often realize just you just suddenly realize this was meant to happen, even though it wasn't what you planned. So I suppose just have an open mindset. Don't be judgy, um, and um, yeah, have some defined goals in your mind as to what you want to what you want to achieve, and be prescriptive with your mentor because I think um, mentors get a bit frustrated if they can't. If they don't really know what what you're wanting out of the partnership, so have your yeah. yeah. I was coming to see you today, Darren, and and um, my colleague said to me here, hey, "What are you going to ask for?" I said, "Cup of tea." If, if he asked me, <laughs> you knew but, specifically but, what yeah, you wanted. But, but be and you gave me a beautiful cup of tea and the most gorgeous cup pot, cup, beautiful. But um, yeah, just be really um, prescriptive. I find that in the executive search business, I find it frustrating when people kind of just say, can you help me with my career? And I just feel like, oh, well, you know, it's. I really like people to say, I want to be marketing director of Google or I would like to be a CEO of an association and how am I going to get there? So be prescriptive if you can with what you want as a mentee because I think that is very helpful for um, a mentor because they can go, right, this is how I can help you. Mm. Um, and you might only you might only discover you only need a couple of meetings, and they'll say, I, "That's all I can share my insight with you." That's the only things I can help you with so far. Um, the other thing is, be really fearless. And I say the the word fearless. The definition for me is be not afraid to say what you're not afraid to think. Mm-hmm. So be fearless and open and honest with your with your mentor say say deep down be don't get off the rubbish on the top level get get to the heart stuff talk really deeply about where you've been and where you want to where you want to go um, because you're meant that's very endearing for a mentor because they yeah I, I recently found this incredible woman in government that I, I liked from the minute I met her because I was talking to her about a, a school program that we were launching in mentoring high-profile school that had suffered some really terrible mental challenges with their Year 12 girls. And um, and she was quick to say, oh, I can relate to that. I was deeply bullied at school. And it, I just loved her vulnerability. Mm. I immediately wanted to just like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be by, I'm really going to work with this woman because she was just so honest about something that had happened to her right up front with me. And I... So I think that's... Well, that, that builds trust, doesn't it? It does. You know, when someone is willing to demonstrate a vulnerability, that they've dropped the, the performance, the mask, the pretense, you know, suddenly it becomes two people that are actually showing empathy for each other. Yeah. You know, yeah. that they're there for each other. Yeah. It's interesting because it was exactly the feedback that, came back, that comes back from the mentors is that the most rewarding relationships first gave them a profound sense of making a contribution. Mm. And secondly, that they engaged with someone at a level that you would never do in a business environment in that, you know, it would be deeply personal. Mm. You know, that it wasn't the sorts of hundreds of conversations that you have in your workplace it's totally different when you're actually in that mentor-mentee relationship. That's right. There's often agendas, so you've got to be careful. Watch your P's and Q's with um, maybe a colleague or something. But 
But when you're with someone, there's no agenda. You know, they're just genuinely there to just to try to help you in some way. It's quite it's quite beautiful, mm. and, and we know all the studies about amazing pheromones and hormones being released when someone helps someone. Yeah, you know, remember the you know the Sydney Olympics. Some people won't remember it, but I do. That period of time was just like we're all in seventh heaven because every you know we had all the volunteers around Australia wanting to it's that sense of you know that that buddying and helping remember the the Sydney volunteers for they're all on fire loving just showing people around the city well I think we use words like community uh sometimes quite flippantly but when you do actually create a community of people that are bonded together by, you know, wanting to mutually uh, benefit each other and the whole. There is a deep and a profound sense of belonging and reward that comes from that, isn't there? Yeah, I think that's the one big driver that so often people say, I don't belong, I'm not good enough. These words are silly words that we all you know, the crazy flatmate in our head says. Mm. And I I have to congratulate you, Darren, because there's not many associations that get it like you do about the power of mentoring and that what that's going to do, it's going to transform your community with deeper connections of real you know, honest sharing and helping. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. Honest sharing and helping. It, it's so important. I'm in a, I'm a surf lifesaver, I'm in a surf club and, it's the, the, yeah, I see that in a surf club so often because we're all there together you know, helping someone who's, you know, get physically not in a great place on the beach and we all just, we're not, yeah, it's a, it's a it's, there's a, yeah, that, that sense of community is big in a surf club. Simona, I think you've hit the nail on the head. It's called surf life saving. <laughs> it has a profound sense of purpose. I hope at the least that what the marketing mentor program can do is give everyone working in marketing in Australia and New Zealand a profound sense of belonging to something greater than the individual parts. And look, I've just noticed the time. This has been a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and have that. Uh, I have got one question, and, and this is a deeply personal question is through your career, who would you say is the mentor that's really given you the most in that relationship? 